Neighbors Confessional. Welcome to Gamers Confessional. Absolutely, definitely not episode 300. Nowhere near it. Was supposed to be. Pet stood us up. He's done a runner. Sure. He's taken all the money we gave him to sort out the great extravaganza of the episode 300. And I don't know where he's gone. I think he's gone off to hide with his Russian friends somewhere. <laughs> I was going to buy a Fred or a bar with that money tomorrow. <laughs> wow. You're throwing the boat out there, mate. <laughs> uh, episode 299.5. This, 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 is, this, is, this is, no, I've done it. This, this is proper. This is a non-numbered episode. Uh-huh. So you like that? I figured one of our greatest episodes ever, certainly in terms of people listening to it, was The Witcher Special, uh, the spoiler cast of The Witcher 3. And um, so I thought <clears throat> we'd replicate that magic by doing a completely... Non-spoiler filled, Clarky. Sort of early game special on <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elden Ring. Non spoiler of our game with no coherent storyline. Well, that's spoiled it, isn't it? There was me thinking it was going to be some great War and Peace epic, and you've blown it already. Brilliant. Thank you so much. So yes, it's me and Clarky. Pets. I don't, we don't know where he is. He's gone. Seriously, I give him. No, no, he has just messaged you. <laughs> he, he said he's not coming in to do our Edler Ring special. Edler Ring special. He makes it sound like some kind of yodel, doesn't he? Edler Ring. Edler Ring. What a dick. Well. I shouldn't be surprised. This is the man that stood me up on playing It Takes Two, just so he could go and play it with his missus. Oh, we just finished that this week. Oh, fuck off. What an ending. What Shut an up. ending. Shut That's up. well well deserved. This is so typical yeah. of my life. Everyone gets a happy ending but me. That's all I'm saying. Never mind. Well, anyway, Elden Ring. Let's talk about the greatest game ever to be made. Um, oh, that's spoil it, isn't it? So, to give a little bit of context, but this is going to be uh, probably relatively early. To give you some indication, I've played about 15 hours. Clark, he's played about 150? Uh, 68 hours. 68, okay. Oh, that was close. Um, so, we have a, a, a small difference in, in range of hours there. Um, not from want of trying. Um, I just can't get the game in time that Clarky gets because he, he likes to, you know, just basically desert his wife and family and, and just sit in front of the screen hitting dragons you, over the head. You, you'll learn how to do it when you I would if I could, my friend. I, yeah, I've got to get if it, once once my little one grows up another couple of years, I can ignore him. <laughs> and they've just become zombies to modern media. Yeah, well they've already done that. They've already done that. So yes, yeah, so we're gonna be talking about um Elden Ring, which Clarky has promised me he's not going to spoil any of the Kind of, I don't want to know anything about kind of too much about the future areas. I don't want to know anything about the kind of tragic backstories and stuff. There will be stuff around the starting areas of the game, sort of Weeping Peninsula. Um, the, was it even what, what's the beginning? Learn Tree or something? Lin Tree or something? Well, something like that. Lin Vale very, or something. Isn't yeah, it? the very first bit, and then the, the bit that's up north of the castle as well. We can do that bit as well because why not? 
So um, that's what we're going to be doing. If you don't like it, I'm very sorry. You blame Pat. He was supposed to be doing episode. So two you've done this. So, so you've been down to the south of the map then. Well, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's get context here. One context. We can't just rush into these things. Okay. This this is this is not your standard. You know. Ali Shack up. This is this is an in-depth, proper, thorough going over. I wanted to talk about this. So, for a start, how the fuck this game is fifty quid retail? I've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. This just makes a whole <laughs> seventy quid game argument an absolute joke, doesn't it? I, I was like, oh, go and have a look and see about it. And it was like on Xbox, fifty pound digital. What? Okay, that's off the Xbox store. That's not like I didn't go to like some reseller or anything like that nope straight off the x 50 quid i was like i paid 45 Mm -hmm. for a physical copy Mm -hmm. and obviously they treat treat you very very well with the standard physical copy got a nice little poster some stickers stickers a little a little sew-on patch that you're never going to use no poster poster never going to use yeah (laughs) nice little cardboard box for it to go in oh which nothing will ever come out of again no, I don't think the game will ever go back in the case either at the rate. Well, no, the reason why, the reason why I went digital because normally I would have gone physical is obviously I have the two Xboxes. I have the Series X and the Series S in different rooms, and that means that I have a little bit more flexibility. And if if the, the the kids and the wife are watching telly in the other room, I can get a couple of hours on Elden Ring, which is exactly what happened last weekend. So I was really pleased that my plan worked. So oh, good. Yeah. How's it running on the Series X? You can definitely notice, uh, well, okay, I am not a graphical person, in case you've not noticed this before. Of course. Uh, but there was certainly, there's a, um, in one of the later areas, which may or may not be known for rune farming, um, there is a dragon sitting on a bridge. And Oh, the, that was my first rune farming area. I found better. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, but I certainly noticed that the, pop in on that in sense in the sense of the fact that on the series x i can see that dragon from a lot further away than i can on the series S. <laughs> not that much further away it, fe- it felt like it it felt like quite quite a way further away what, so what have you what have you got it set to i'm, I'm taking yeah me too i mean I, I put the graphics mod on it was like mm. i'm not i'm not the kind of person that's probably going to notice the graphical thing anyway so i might as well just have it on performance no, the only thing I noticed when I put it on graphics mode is that it seemed to run at a slightly lower frame rate. Look the same. Can't be doing with that. I mean, from it would be remiss to say that they're not great at graphics because the world is fucking stunning. Oh, absolutely. But, and, and even the character modeling, if you <laughs> if you compare the character models that you get in this to Dark Souls, <laughs> it's like it's it's a very pretty game but it still has that element of slight clunk i would guess you might say oh yeah a little bit but the the art direction is the thing that makes it just it's such a beautiful game and it's i mean there are bits where you just stop and kind of go oh they did that then um that's quite impressive um so yeah so uh i waited a little bit because i wanted to finish horizon before Jumping into Elden, <laughs> you may well spit, sir. Um, I am incredibly glad I did finish Horizon before I played this because if I'd have played because this, you wouldn't be going back to it. Would I wouldn't you? have gone back to Horizon. Um, it's that simple. Um, the 
just that the the world the way they've the way they've built the world in Elden Ring is very different from the way they've got the open world set up in something like Horizon or Assassin's Creed or any of the other types of games you want to do. It is very much a kind of it's it. You know, even in Horizon, the world is something you go through from kind of east to west or whatever, and you you know there's a very kind of almost like a linear path, and there's only one real way to get through an area. There are certain you know certain tick boxes you have to yeah. tick, and it doesn't feel like that in Elden Ring. It is still like that in Elden Ring in the sense of if you want to progress the stories, you have to go through certain bosses, probably in a certain order, although somebody will probably find a way of bypassing that without cheesing it too much. But it doesn't. I, I, think, I think most of the speedrunning community got destroyed today, anyway. Yeah, they got patched out. Um, but the the beauty just be sort of dropped in this world. They did the whole kind of Skyrim moment where you, not Skyrim, what was it Oblivion moment where you kind of come out of a door and it's like, oh, here's the open world. And you go, ah, you know, that everyone's kind of copied from that Breath of the Wilds copy that, you know, Skyrim does the same thing. Yeah, and then you take six steps forward and you get a knife in the gut. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, and then it's just, it is literally go wherever you want. And, and just, there are so many paths that you can take. There is obviously a, a beeline path that they give you that you can kind of go to and that you don't have to. You can go in a completely different yeah, you, direction. You, yeah, you could literally get on your horse from the off and well, not from the off, obviously. Quite from the off, but yeah. You could you could get on your horse and literally like ride to the furthest point of the map if you well, so wanted yeah, to. You could probably make it alive. You wouldn't last long once you got there, I don't think, but you, you could probably go sightseeing in this game without leveling up once if you were quick enough. <laughs> that's that's pretty much about it. So the game itself, um, it's very from it, it, it's still this thing where you um are a kind of silent protagonist you choose your starting class but you you effectively level up the attributes that you want to so you've got your strength intelligence dexterity vigor all that kind of stuff um and they all affect your different things and you choose the build you want to go down what weapon you want to carry whether you want to lean into sorcery whether you want to go melee whether you want to go a mixture of the two uh, and then you're off on this world and it's fucking amazing, really, isn't it? <laughs> let's just let's go with that. Oh, yeah. How are you, how are you folks? Because you've done nearly 70 hours now. I have. I, I'm aware that I'm literally at a point now where I can go and I'm kind of on the last, the last bit, if you will. I've got three or four bosses left to do, and that's, that's end game for me. Um, what surprises me is what, I just keep finding new places. It's like you've got a general idea of how big the map is, but <laughs> you you will do when you uncover it all. But it's it's it still gets bigger, even when you've uncovered it all. It still gets bigger. Yeah, there was a bit um, I, I tweeted out the other day, and it's like I, I'm in the starting area, pretty much. It's it's like the adjacent. It's still the starting area. It's kind of the adjacent island peninsula whatever you want to call it and uh, there's just this innocuous little building that i wandered into and there's just a lift and i thought oh maybe it's a little cave dungeon yeah i know what you mean step on it this lift takes me down and is it, it the one have, in the woods yeah it must have been about like a, a 90 second lift ride down into this amazing blue vistaed kind of 
underground landscape and you come out and you think this isn't just a cave this is like there's a whole new fucking world under there there's buildings that tower above you you can see like stars in the sky but they're not stars they're just kind of the the roof of the this massive enormous yeah. cavern that you're sitting underneath and it's like you would have no clue that it was there and you could have missed that building i know a couple of you have actually missed that building and not i mean you probably will go down to it in a later, you know, a later time. I, or I missed the entire Southern Peninsula for about 20 hours. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you can go further down. Yeah. There's, there's... I, I, got, I got so set in my way of like thinking that you always kind of being pushed in a clockwise direction. That well, the, I completely the, the, like... the, the lines of grace. So when you go to, so bonfires in this game are called grace. Sites um, of grace. Sites of grace. And when you light one, the kind of, there's a, a sparkling shining light that points you in a certain direction, which is essentially trying to point you along the main path of the game. This is all your main quest line. It it literally, it literally does point you as well, because if you follow a direct straight line from any of those, it will take you either to where you're wanting to go to or to the next site of grace that has another line for you to follow. So if you were to start the game and you were to follow the line of graces, you would be one, two, three, maybe four before you hit the first boss. And it's, it's literally kind of like joining the dots uh, on, on a map. It's, it's, it's that simple. And I'm oh, just want to check my time. Was it 12? No, it's about 14, 15 hours in now. And I haven't gone up against the first proper story boss yet. I'm still <laughs> tootling around um, in the little first area making sure because you know me i've got to go around the edges of the bloody map and there are so many little nooks and crannies and stuff like this that you 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 stumble upon and i was really really hoping pet was in this in this tonight because i wanted to talk to him about um why i think he'd kind of he might like this game because i know he's very well i don't understand why you wouldn't i mean that's the first thing He, he didn't like Bloodborne, not for the reason that it was too hard for him. He didn't find he found it depressing to play, if I remember rightly. Oh, got Bloodborne. No... Bloodborne is depressed. This isn't it's not depressing. It's not depressing. Okay. Um, admittedly, some of the storylines always appear to end up having some kind of tragic uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that element maybe happy and upbeat. Yeah, no, it's definitely not that, but it's it's akin to Death Stranding in its tone. Where it's there's yeah, this kind of constant oppression, this this constant feeling of um even the music's kind of like this, this just somebody playing one note on a yeah, you know, a cello or something for the about the whole throughout the whole game or something. It, it's quite but it's not oppressive, it doesn't make you feel like Death Stranding, it was like, oh my god, this is this is weighty, this makes me feel low. And I don't get that feeling. I'm, I'm quite happy to bumble. And you know me, I don't do unhappy stuff very often. I don't like it. Um, and I'm quite happy bumbling around this. But this is the thing I was going to try and get across to him. It's like, he has this thing about Skyrim being almost the greatest RPG of all time. And all I remember about Skyrim was pretty much most of the time you went into a, you know, you uncovered a cave or something like that, or a, a, a kind of mini dungeon. They were exactly the same. Yeah. You know, the layout might be slightly different in the sense that well, this path goes left instead of right. But everything but you did in that was 
basically the same thing. And you'd have a puzzle, you'd pick a lot of shit up off the floor, there'd be a little of bit of a boss at the end. There'd be some skeletons, and they'll be, they'll be the same boss in probably the same room, doing the same shit, and you just kind of like spam that until you kind of come out the other side having won your dragon shout or whatever it is that you pick up or whatever. And I've not come across any kind of repetition in Ring no. yet. Even when you're going into things which should be the same, so you go into a catacomb or a cave system, they're all a bit different. They're all there's this different art style to it. There might be different mobs down there. There's different layouts. There's different, um, you know, all the bosses are, and there are lots of bosses. And we're not talking about your main story, gigantic, huge kind of bosses. We're talking about kind of your mini, your dungeon bosses, and they all appear to be, you know, different. Have a different thing. Some of them you don't get to appreciate very often because you get somebody like Clarky joins, he whacks them and they're down in like 30 seconds. And I didn't even get to see this guy's moveset. And you already killed <laughs> my, Thank you my character that. sneezes and the boss is on the floor. And you come in, I'm, I was what, level 12 when you joined me and you were like level, was it 78 or something ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> Wonders in. I'm about to go into a boss dungeon. It walks up. One shots this boss. I'm like, I didn't even get to see his fucking moveset, you bastard. <laughs> Never mind. But um, yeah, it's just like the, that level of difference, that level of storytelling they managed to get through. I mean, the the boss count is absolutely ridiculous. I think there's over 100. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, to put it in perspective as well, I mean, of the main bosses, you only actually need to kill two of them um, the one the first one that you're coming up to doesn't count as a demigod class boss so you need to kill two demigods or is it three and then that allows you to progress towards kind of the end game content but there's actually i think in total there's actually six or eight demigods i think there's eight i'm not about don't don't quote me on that um but what i liked about this there's just the difference in sort of the first boss that everyone's seen all the trailers, Mag- Magrat, Malgrat, Magrat, Margate, 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 Margate. Does it sound like some 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 character out of uh, what's it called? What was that thing that used to be up north? That that comedy program that was shit up north. What? Last of the summer no. wine. There you go. Gavas probably shouting it at the at the mic at that point. Um, Margaret, Margaret. So that's what's anyway. Um, that that boss. What I like about that is, you can just go around it. You could miss that entire castle stroke dungeon yeah. complex if you wanted to, and just go around. There's a path that literally goes around the castle into the next area. You don't even need to do it if you don't want to. Um, and it's that kind of thing that I really like. It's like you don't want to do this yet. You come up, you come up against the boss. You, you're bashing your head a little bit against it. Fuck off, do something else. There's always something else. There's no, there's no point you're going to get to like Pet did, where well there might be later on. I don't know, but there's no point where like you got your father Gascoigne, where you cannot progress this game. Yeah, you cannot get to another area. You can always run around it. I mean, I mean, it's not. You can't complete the game in that way because obviously at least at some point certain things have to happen yeah so sure but by that you can point... run you can run around oh yeah you can be completely unbelievably overpowered but still that isn't always the key to an upper hand in a boss fight in one of these games no no 
I'm quite, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and take that. So I just it's okay. Okay, I have that fear of if I move on too soon, I'm gonna miss out on something. Um, and 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 I you would could have play done, this. You could I, play this. You could play this up until new game plus four, and I'm confident you'd still be finding stuff. Probably there's stuff I completely missed. Just when I've gone back to go and get something from somewhere and stumbled across something that I hadn't seen. I picked up a really nice mage staff, which completely transferred my build just because I took a shortcut across the field and it was like, oh. Well, that was the thing as well. I know I know I know everyone looks down on mage builds, which you did you lean know, into it quite in heavily. Game. I mean, you just happened to pick to up the biggest cheap I, I did, of all time. I, I did to begin with, but the, the thing that is the game always it always gets you back regardless because I mean it was handy they, for they the first shit. <laughs> no, not one. Not just that, but I mean, it was really handy relying on magic heavily for the first two bosses, but then you get to the third boss and realise, oh, they're magic-based. I'm not going to do very well here. When I'm going pure Spellblade at the moment, I'm going pure sort of mixture of melee and mixture of of magic. Um, When you went to the southern peninsula area, did you find that unique enemy? The zombie guy, which turns into some, turns into oh, some uh, the, the, the underneath. Yes, he drops the lava tier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah keep, keep those. Yeah, yeah. No, those. That I, I'm aware they allow you to respec, which is another thing that I I'm quite pleased they give you at least a chance to do because I think it's one of those games where you yeah, know, they're very they're very rare early game as you know if you went to that bit as soon as you could the larval tier item is pretty rare but you eventually come across an area that's like well, every other enemy seems to be dropping one. Oh, okay i mean i know there's a yeah I'm, I'm i'm fairly sure you can you can farm uh those from somewhere but it's just things like that where that that particular that particular mob you're talking about it's just it's just a regular walk up you think oh it's like, you know these, these is kind of your 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 fodder you, you know you you, you can, i can one shot those guys with my my big mace um quite easily i'll just strike right past him on the horse dump him on the top of the head dead yeah no nah, this guy just does <laughs> nah nah this guy does something very different and it's just like a complete what the happened there why how what happened <laughs> why does that suddenly happen uh, and there's loads of that. They do the same thing with um, elements of you. Some, you just be riding along, and something will happen. Like you go down towards Castle Morn, which is down the very, very southern tip, and then suddenly there'll just be a massive explosion next to you. And for the first three or four kind of impacts, you're like, "What the hell is that? What's going on?" I'm just writing, you know. What... <laughs> and then you find out there's a giant standing down by the castle, literally yeah, firing bloody arrows at you. Watching these huge, you know, arrows that are like twenty foot long into the ground next to you and stuff that are just kind of exploding and taking half your health off it. And it's just like they don't pull any punches in that, but there is always another option. Or at least that's what I found so far. I haven't ever felt railroaded into stuff, and they still manage to surprise me. Even with the, there's a, a really obvious which I'm so stupid. I walked into a cave, 
and there's just a chest sitting there glistening and you're like, oh, I'll just walk over to it. And I checked up there and I checked left and I checked right and did my usual sort of, I'm walking into a room, where are they going to fall on me from? And of course the floor gives way and I fall into a massive pile of rats and it's all hell breaks loose. And it's like, yeah, thanks from, you should have known, should have known. <laughs> but when it happens, it's like, you just think you are the cleverest bastards ever. And then you think, well, no, this is just from doing what they do all the time. I mean, they do kind of, they do kind of play on their own, uh, their own sort of trolley fans in a way. Because you can guarantee, obviously, every every bricked up archway wall or anything will have a sign down in front of it saying, "Oh, secret ahead," you know, like it's a disappearing I've, thing. I've, I've turned off online. No, don't do that. No, I have. I've turned it off quite often. Actually, I played it offline now because I don't. I don't mind the online at all. No, no, I, I there's there's two one, I don't want to be invaded. I can't be asked with that. I don't you'll get invaded anyway, even if you're offline. Yeah, yeah, I know I will with the the, the NPCs that will invade you and stuff like that. I'm I'm fine. And in, with... in in like however long I've been playing it for, I've been invaded once. Cool. But the main thing I don't like is that thing you're talking about with all the all the messages that people write that glow on the floor. Okay, so if you've not played a front game before, people can write, you know, you can't, that's the only way you've got to communicate, basically, is kind of, if you're in multiplayer, you can use gestures like the bow or the jump or the clap or whatever. Dry finger, butthole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can write messages, and these messages are predetermined. You, you pick kind of phrases and, and, and whatever. But yeah. it kind of ruins it a little bit for me because I'll walk into a, a new area and there'll just be a shitload of fucking messages over by some wall. And you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm going over there at some point to find some secret that is no longer secret. And I just find it ruins it a little bit. For me. Well, no, the, the fact is that 99% of the times there is nothing there because they're just trolling you. Not when there's, and then, if there's one or two, I'm like, okay, but most of the time. No, no, they, they do. They, they, I've seen that happen loads of times, but From was pretty sneaky with that themselves because they make you play the game for absolutely hours and hours to the point you think, you know, fuck this, there's no illusionary walls in this game. And then it turns out that there is. And you're just yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised. But that's, that's, that's the thing. I'm still... It is, they do come in handy as well because um, they're good for, they're basically good for identifying like things like farming spots and stuff. You see like a big cluster of messages and you see loads of uh, sort of you know the ghostly uh, other players. You kind of think, yeah, there's yeah. something here of interest, and that's that's good in a way. I mean, even with those switched on, you still ain't gonna fucking see everything on one playthrough. Probably not. I do find the blood splatters really useful. So the blood splatters, um, if you see a blood splatter, it means that somebody's died there recently or nearby, and you can click on it, and it will show you the last, I don't know, ten seconds of that character's life. So you can kind of work out what they die so it's quite useful to see whether it's they were died in combat for example or mostly what i tend to use it for is if i see a shitload of blood splatters next to a cliff i know i ain't gonna bother jumping because <laughs> it's a blood splatters they've all tried to jump down this cliff and it's not worked so i tend not to use it for that so what about the combat then clarky how are you finding that i love the combat in this good move on 
<laughs> you never let me switch. Yeah. No, it's good because I found some great ways of like kind of alternating between magic and melee at the same time. I mean, there's been occasions where I've literally just frost stomped bosses into oblivion, but you know. Not for long. You just want to quickly move on. <laughs> not, not yeah. Anymore. I had a goal with that earlier. They definitely slowed the animation down for it. Oh dear. I was like, I just boiled it more, mate. Patched already. No, I like it. It's, it's Souls Combat, and I love Souls Combat. But it's not, is it? Of course it is. Well, it is, but it's not. Why? Fits... What, because I can jump? Well, yeah, that's a big, that's a bloody big thing. <laughs> Certainly for exploration, maybe of... not so much in yeah, combat. The, but... the amount of times early on that I completely forgot about the fact I can jump is ridiculous. A jump charge attack is amazing. There's loads of loads of stagger. Um, no, but the, I mean, there's something, and I, I, it would be interesting at some point when they do a deep dive on it and stuff like that is to see the difference between, say, Dark Souls three and this, because it feels smoother. And I don't know whether that's just because of the animation, but it feels like this: the weight of your character feels a little bit more fluid. It's not as jerky, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Sometimes you you can kind of like on old games you kind of flick the the the, the stick over to the left and the, and the character just suddenly move. Whereas this one seems to be a little bit more of a there's a roll to it, or there's a little bit more fluidity to it. Um, I, what I've really liked what they've done with this is that you when you do in the starter, area, I, don't, I presume knowing from this is probably deliberate. A lot of your combat, certainly a lot of the combat I've had in the last fifteen hours, is is kind of in an open space so you're taking people on in woods or fields or it's relatively open i've only had a few bits where it's been more enclosed more normal souls as i would call it because most yeah, souls, yeah, you know, yeah. you're in a corridor or you're in a similar which means you get a lot more chance to play a little bit more chance to kind of get used to how combat works you know back away from people kite things a little bit which allows you to get a little bit more in the kind of the, the, the flow of the combat, the kind of the push and pull of it. And then when you start going, even like Castle Morn, when I saw Castle Morn for the first time, which is kind of like, again, very Southern point, it's not your major castle at all. It's just like a little... Uh, a bit of a training point. castle, isn't it? It kind of is. But you see it from the outside. It's massive. And I was like, wow, this is good. And you go in there and you basically take the lift up to the, the top floor and that's it. There's no, you know, you don't, Really yeah, you're running around that you spend most of the time in that way around the battlements, don't you? And that's your first sort of so it's not they're quite wide battlements, they're not narrow, narrow battlements. Um, it's not like when you go into um you know, if you're if you're playing Dark Souls one and you kind of go into the to your first area where it's all lots of thin ramparts and you, your combat's quite crowded, it's quite cramped. This is all quite spacious and moving. And even lots of the caves that I've been into, most of them are fairly wide areas, wide really wide open. And then when you start getting into places, I'm kind of slightly guessing here, but when you get to some of the more the other castles and stuff, I can imagine it's going to start getting a little bit more narrow. The combat area is going to start getting a little bit more difficult. Certainly when you go yeah, into the, the uh, I mean the first main castle I'm I'm pretty sure I could go back there and find stuff that I've missed and not discovered. 
they are very, very big. The second one is just the same. It's it's absolutely huge. But and even, I know for a fact I certainly haven't found everything there. Even that first, even that little castle mourn, the things it teaches you, just the fact that um the only way to get to the kind of the boss of that castle is you have to jump off some battlements where the wall's broken onto a roof and then work your way across. It's not a path. It's not like, oh, you go down the stairs, go down the corridor, take the second left and you're there. It's very much, it is a path, but it's it's not a path you would normally expect. You know, you're literally jumping off a battlement onto the roof of another building, down off the top yeah. of that, onto another little cliff bit, onto another roof, rolling off that onto a, it's parkour, for want of a better word. Um, and it teaches you not to just think there's a ladder, I've got to go up that or there's the battlement path. I've got to follow that line. It's like, no, yeah, at there some are points, ways of doing things. you're going to have to, well, this, there is no other way. You've got to go down that. You've got to jump off that battlement. There's the other, everything else is a dead end. So it's teaching you very early on, look for other ways of doing stuff, find other ways, other ways around it, which I'm quite excited about. Just thinking about, sort of, I remember some of the fucking convoluted jumping puzzles that, and I hate jumping puzzles, as you know, um, but it's yeah i'm quite looking forward to kind of exploring some of the other buildings they've got especially now that i'm a little bit more confident with the button should we say playing this one after 40 odd hours on horizon oh my god the first 10 hours constantly pressing the wrong button and jumping off walls backwards (laughs) oh my god it was a fucking nightmare I've only just realised that by clicking L3 and you can jump off your horse, fast dismount, rather than having to, you know, um, bring out your whistle again to dismount or whatever. Um, And there's lots of things they don't teach you, as usual, with From stuff. So the UI gets a bit complicated. You have this this pouch that you can shortcut stuff to that they don't tell you about. It's just there. They never say, oh, you can use your pouch to, to, you know, put fast actions on. It's like, oh, all right, can I? Go on, Clarky. I didn't even know you could do that. What? Pouch. Pouch thingy. Yeah. How many hours have you been playing for? I saw. I, I saw. I saw someone. I saw someone on. They uh, put a clip on Twitter, and I'm like, "What's that thing with the four items they can select?" <laughs> if you go into the inventory over on the right-hand side bar, there's yeah. a little pouch thing, and I was like looking at it for ages, and it's got the D-pad on it. You can see the D-pad icon up, down, left, right. <laughs> and I was know. like, I was like, what the hell is that? And then I worked out that basically what you can do is you can put something in there. So, for example, my horse is on the the top D-pad option, and then any time yeah. in the game, you can hold down Y, hit the D-pad, and it selects so holding down Y, and then whatever pouch button you want, and it basically quick acts that. So you can yeah, use I mean, it for it, any I, item. So I've got like my horse on the top one, then I've got my whatever they are, the spirits. I can't remember what they're called. The not the ashes. Oh, the ashes of war. No, the spirit people. Oh right, yeah, the spirit ashes, aren't they? Or something. No, yeah. <laughs> probably is that the spirit ashes, or whatever. They're on like the bottom one. So when I walk into a boss thing, I can just hold down, I press that, but I'm done. I don't have to sort of go through my whole kind of inventory trying to find the one thing I want. And then I have yeah, the grease on shit, one, but... and yeah, it's good. That's that's another thing with the greases and stuff. I have never 
even bothered using i know i've crafted some of them they're so easy to they're so easy to farm and really powerful so like blood grease and um i can't remember what i've generally got it's called yeah i've generally got a weapon that kind of does the same thing anyway yeah well i'm toying i mean already this is the problem already i'm like Ooh, I wonder what a full-on barbarian build is. Nothing in magic, just pure brawn. You know, wonder what that would be yeah, like. That'd I, be quite fun. I mean, the, the thing is with the crafting stuff as well. I can't help but buy every book that crafting, you know, you page to. or anything. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you have to. And 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 it's a bit like The Witcher Three. I played that. You know, I played that for hundreds of hours, and I've never ever used the potions. Uh, oh, I hated the potions. The potion like side of things. But this. Well, the only thing I used in The Witcher 3 was the night vision stuff, because I think there was a couple of ones where you, you oh, had cat. to. Oh, Yeah, I used that a few times. Um, um, but in this, it's so... It's, it's, a, it's really easy to do. Um, and B, really fucking useful and really quick to do. So if you make some blood grease or some... I can't remember, it's fire oil or whatever. Again, if you've got it on your pouch option, hold down Y, press right, and you just coat your, your sword or whatever it is in in fire um yeah. and then you're 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 stacking fire damage at the same time as whatever else you're doing just really bloody useful i mean there's other stuff that it was ages before i figured out that the you actually do have little symbols you can use to put waypoints on the map rather than just the little blue tick thing i never but knew that see, for absolutely i didn't know hours. That you could do the blue tick thing i was only using yeah. the symbols so <laughs> it's like when i found the blue thing i was like how come i can see when i'm watching like um like a video or gameplay on whatever on YouTube, I can see these blue shoots of light going up into the sky. Yeah, mine don't do oh, that. What, what? <laughs> How do you get this? What oh, else right. was? Oh yeah, I noticed when I went on earlier from the patch as well. They've added on. Um, so if you hover over like a site of grace, it will tell you if there's anyone else sat there at it. Like there's a oh, there's a merchant next to it, or oh, does and it, it actually? Ha- yeah, it actually highlights on the map where the merchants are now, the oh, ones you've come cool. across. Did you yeah. know you can fast travel to the to the um, hub area? Yeah. In the sense that you don't need to move your cursor all the way to the map. <gasps> How do you do that? You literally, when you open the map, if you look at the bottom, the legend is literally so like press X. You literally, you just in the yeah. map, you just hold the X button. And it's just, they don't tell you any of this shit. The number of what, times what, I've had to zoom out the map to scroll my cursor all the way really slowly. What, what have you? Oh, what mate. have you done in the hub area so far? Have you, have you given so, the lady a hug? No, I'm not going to do that yet. I'm not, I'm not interested. Not? No, because it's never that easy in Souls games, is it? It's... Some, some, some nice lady comes up to you and offers you a hug. Nah, nah, you're all right, love. Give, I'm good. Give her, a, give her a hug. No. And, and carry on talking to her while she's hugging you. And you get a nice little easy side quest you can do. What do you think I am? Some kind of romantic. Um, the, the, the only thing is... In, Talking I, I, to I, them. Yeah. The only, the only thing is she offers you something when you give her a hug. And if you accept it, it's kind of a buff that increases your poise massively. Right. Temporarily. Wait for it. But what, yeah, but what you don't realise is from the moment she gives you this and you have it in your inventory, you lose a percentage of your health. Yeah, so and it does obviously it doesn't tell you that. There's and then I found it out, something. and I was like, I found it out, and I was like, what? No way. Anyway, I used the item, and then immediately noticed when I'd used it, my health bar just moved up a little bit. Yeah, see, no, but she can... she does, 
she does have her own quest and it's it's quite a good one. It gives you a decent set of armor. I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, at some point I probably will, but um, I haven't done a lot in the in the, the round table hold or whatever it's called, the hub area. Um, it's basically all I've used that for is the smith and the the weird statue, the twin statue thing that I can't remember the name of, just to buy crafting mats and stuff like that, basically to boost my weapon strength. It's pretty. Oh, you you you'll find a great room in there once you've killed your first demigod. It's it's absolutely laughable. I walked in there because um, I noticed this, basically the door when you know when you warp in. Yeah. The door behind you, directly behind you when you warp in is locked. But after you kill yeah. your first demigod, it, it unlocks. And it's just when I walked in there and I saw what was in there, I was just pissing myself laughing. I do know there's there's a there's a balcony, and when you walk up onto the balcony and you look down, there's blood splatters all the way across this hallway. Yeah. Below you. And I was like, I'll give that a miss for now. I'll come back to that later. Yeah, get yourself down there. <laughs> Uh, no, there's also um, there's also a personal appearing on the balcony with you. He'll be tucked away in the corner. No, yeah, there's another not. one to talk to. No, he won't. He won't be there for a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's this is this thing where you you get so used to. Like I know, for example, if I go and play Horizon and I go to one of the villages, everywhere's going to be, every single person, every NPC is going to be in exactly the same place. They always are. That person sat there. That's where you go to to buy that. They never go anywhere. And already in Roundtable Hold, people are moving and people are doing that. And, and like when you go to the world itself, it just feels alive. There's things going on that don't involve you. You know, there's 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 soldiers moving around or there's things happening or, you know, you just get the feeling that the world's more alive than not. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I certainly remember when I was playing like Skyrim, you forget how much of that world was just empty. There wasn't really any, especially in the open world, there wasn't really much. There'd be some like animals wandering about. I mean, for, for all, I mean, for all of the impression of that you get, you have to remember that each time you die or each time you rest your soul, your uh, sight of grace, all of that just resets back to how it was. It, it does, it does, but they're still, and I know that, you know, they're still doing their little routes, they're still doing their little tracks yeah. and stuff like that, and, um, you know, certainly when you're looking at the soldiers and stuff, they're still, you, you know, they're still doing their little patrols and whatever like that, so it's all fairly... I mean, I loved that video that came out last week of the, uh, one of the <laughs> options you've got for, if you do the, like, PvP multiplayer is you can... Oh, someone, was you this can the guy who dressed you. up as the first? Yeah, he literally that that, uh, that first guard who, as you enter the woods at the start of the game, he just like he must have like lured him into the bushes and killed him or something, and then like took his place. So this guy gets invaded, and all he's doing is just walking up and down in this continuous path, and you can see this like invader guy is just running around like, but where is this guy? Where is the player? Yeah, he's trying to because obviously when you're invading. Souls, all of the enemies are completely non hostile towards the invader. It was very clever because you get that armor when you go down to Morn Castle, and yeah, you get that armor set so you can dress up as one of the guards if you really want to. I so it's clever, but that's that's the thing about this game is just it's fucking huge. 
it's absolutely bloody massive and the amount of stuff i'm just looking forward to kind of just mess playing and i don't i don't i didn't get with bloodborne bloodborne was very much of i want to progress the story i want to see the next area i want to progress now you can just go to the next area if you thought this game i'm not really getting that i'm not there is no desire within me at the moment to really progress a any storyline or i want to go somewhere different i'm really happy just kind of mooching about in this area just making sure that you know oh i haven't been over there wonder what's over there oh what's over there that's over there um i haven't really i'm you know it's it's like i could right now easily just bugger off into the next zone or the next zone or the next zone or whatever and just keep going like that but there's i'm like oh i haven't quite uncovered that yet it's like i've meant to go and kill magat or whatever his name is about for the last three or four nights and I just keep going, oh, yeah, but I just want to go and check that little corner of the peninsula out first before I do that. And every single time I found something that's taken my entire play session. And I've kind of gone, oh, well, no time to do that. I'll do him tomorrow. And then come back. <laughs> oh, well, so, yeah, it's going to take me a while, this one. But, no, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I've, I, I'm aware of how close I am to the end. So what I've done is, like, I know that there's certain things I want to see on my first playthrough. So I'm kind of concentrating on looking for those things or doing that side of things as well. Would you would you new game plus it or would you just start a new? No, I always carry I always carry my game on. Why? I just that's just how I did it. I mean Bloodborne I finished that about four times but I never started it fresh fresh. I always went into a new game plus. Why? It just No I just I'm just still, interested to why I still so want what do you what do you carry over? You carry over all of your weapons, armor. You lose any key items. Mm. Anything quest related will be taken off you. Your your soul level, if you will, that carries over with you. Um, The game generally, what will happen is, I know, you know, it gets more and more difficult the further the the number of times a new game plus it. But generally speaking, it it can seem a little bit daunting at first, but it very quickly depending on how well you'd leveled up in your original game, it doesn't become that much difficult. It's when you start getting into like the ridiculous tiers of like new game plus, 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 where it becomes really, really like impossibly hard. Mm. I don't know. See, I just thought I'd wait for it to start new, I suppose. No, I the but thing this... is you, you don't have to, you kind of don't have to worry about Kit. Certain things, yeah. If, if you're new game plus, it, you've got you've got your kit. You can kind of take it a bit more in your stride. There's no worry of thinking, oh, I can't go there yet because I haven't got such a thing. It's like, no, you you've got it. You know, you carried it over. Well, I suppose that makes sense. I'm still getting a little bit driven by kind of like, um, oh, I know there's a certain talisman I would quite like to have, and and that kind of drives you to go in that direction. And it's like, well, actually, yeah. if I didn't want that, I wouldn't have gone to do that. I just don't think I get you know, having the option to just like wipe everything and just start afresh again. But I, I kind of, you know, everything in this game, you've, you've earned it. And it's kind of yeah. difficult to like give it up on a new, you know, just start afresh when you can go like, oh, well, I'll up the difficulty a bit, you know. There's still loads more stuff I can find. I can, I know what to do if I want to respec. You could respec before you end your previous game. Generally, yeah, so what why, why, game. why, if you can respec, why start, a new game plus why don't you just go back to the starter area anyway or wherever 
Well, no, that, that, whatever. well, that's the thing, though. If I just, like, finish the game and then, like, remove that save file and start again, I'm not going to be able to respec or anything, am I? No, no, I'd rather... saying, like, if you finish the game... Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have a bit of a challenge there as well. I don't uh, just want to go around mopping stuff up. Okay. <laughs> See, for me, that's quite tempting. <laughs> that's like, oh, you guys <laughs> Yeah, I can gonna... imagine. <laughs> I, could just, I could just literally blow on somebody and they die. Yeah, dead. Okay, cool. I can go and pick up all this stuff I hadn't had the chance to get before. No, I mean, I mean, the world's great. I mean, the horse. That's I was going to say, we need to talk about the horse because Torrent is the best horse ever. It just um, 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 the way that horse controls is amazing. Do you feed him? I haven't had to yet because I keep forgetting. But um, he's like, I thought I was going to really hate mounted combat. It's really easy, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's it's just really about timing, isn't it? Yeah, it's purely about you know. It's really intuitive. You don't have to think about it. If I was doing that on Roach you would be constantly fighting something. Um, but the way this 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 horse kind of turns on a sixpence is really reactive, really responsive. But just... I mean I, I never I never I never fell for the obvious mistake. I know a lot of people felt like it's like, oh, you just press the other shoulder button and you're on the other side of the horse rather than you turning around. I I I did know you could do that. I just don't like doing it because it doesn't feel right. So I always try and hit them on the right side. But I love doing that thing where if you hold down the the R two or whatever, you can do that heavy attack where you just drag your weapon along the floor, and as you ride through them, it does damage as you basically just bash yeah, just them tear through. through them. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's always fun doing that. But I've taken on quite a few sort of like little pe- you know people on horseback or other other mounted knights, and it's fun. It's fun having a little mounted combat. It's just really, really fun. And I was have you done any of the? Uh, at all. Have you done any of the walking buildings? No. No. You must have come across one. Come across one. Um, the um, turtley type things, tortoisey type things. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't. I haven't gone to. I figure until I know what I'm doing with those, I like to leave them be. They're- their rewards kind of based on how many of the big bosses you've killed. So yeah. until you've killed Godric, um, at least I wouldn't bother trying to finish one because no, you won't get anything from it. I'm just, I just, I'm also like in Souls games when it becomes when it comes to those kind of big, unique bosses. Like if it's a tree giant, yeah, you can kill the fuck out of them when it's like something that's obviously special yeah i don't like to kill them unless i have to it's a bit like sif in the first game it's like i don't want to you know but at some point maybe i'll have to um a little bit of sentimentality creeps in there um i mean some some of the i get they want the game to be difficult i mean some of the stuff they don't explain to you is really frustrating it's i mean it's when you you when you kill a demigod you're given an item Mm. um it kind of works similar to the way becoming uh sort of becoming embered in dark souls 3 works you know it increases all of your stats but what the game doesn't tell you is that that when you first get that rune it's it's useless it doesn't do anything you've got to then find some secret tower 
climb to the top of it and then kind of like do something at the top and then it activates the rune and you can then equip the rune in your inventory permanently it'll appear like it'll appear next to all of your health bar and everything and you've probably picked up at least one or two rune arcs now yeah like a yeah like yep. a little bit of light and you yep. share that it's that's like, what it's like, those, it's like the starfield logo yeah it, it, those are basically for your runes when you finally manage to activate one they basically you get a very minor buff by having it constantly equipped. If you want to, if you want to like proper boost your like HP, your FP, your you know your stamina, it, it will do that when you activate a rune arc while you've got a rune equipped. But obviously that only lasts until you die. Mm. I mean the, the 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 mechanics they've they've brought in. I didn't play much of Dark Souls Three, um, to be perfectly honest. But there were some elements like some of the stuff they brought in, like your your flask of mysterious physical or whatever it's called what's it called the mysterious physic flask is it yeah and you can basically match you you pick up different buffs and you can kind of combine them into this flask um and it's a bit like your estus flask in the sense that with your you've got you know your healing flask and you've got your fp flask your mag your mana flask but then you have a separate flask, which is a one-hit pony, basically. And it's essentially your boss buff, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's when you go into a boss room, you 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 chug your, your, your Physica flask, and whatever buffs you've got in there will activate. So I've got one that allows me to constantly regenerate my health, for example, and another one that gives me kind of a... Uh, it kind of gives me a little shield for a certain amount of time as well. Yeah. And uh, every time before I go to a fog gate, neck that little bugger go in but the beauty of it is it replenishes every time you die so it's a one hit of one life but if you're going into a boss fight you can just constantly equip it you don't have to farm anything for it you don't have to worry about wasting stuff whereas this rune arc thing sounds very much like when you spend that rune arc it'd be gone right yeah it's, it's another one of those items that you'll hardly pick up at the beginning of the game if you will Right. But then become kind of plentiful the further on you go. Uh, okay. Well, then you're normally quite good at making it so that the things you need are available to you at the point you need them. So I have, yeah. I have faith. I have faith in from. No. Of course. But yeah, I am hugely impressed so far. It's kind of. I remember when I played Demon Souls the first time when I got it on PS3 import, obviously. Um, thinking this is the this is the game i've always wanted to play because it's was, it was basically when you first you first spawned in on your first world and you're looking up at this big castle and it's just you with a sword and a shield yeah and off you go and it was and like, no idea is, <laughs> no, absolutely fucking no idea i mean that you talk about obtuse that game bloody hell and, and just the thing like it, you you know you kind of felt a bit like aragon from lord of the rings you're like right come on let's go do this you can do anything you want go anywhere you want it's just you and your own skill against this this castle of mysterious stuff that could that could happen at any time, and this feels like like that. It feels like that again, where it's kind of like the whole world is just open and, and ready. Yeah, it's just it's just constantly a oh, what's that over there? But ooh, not, ooh, but not, that? but not in an Assassin's Creedy way. It's no. Not, oh look, it's another, you know, or Sekiro, where it's oh look, it's another. Um, peasant being beaten up by a gang of, of four or five mobs that I'm going to have to go and do or oh look it's another you know when you do it when you play an Assassin's Creed game it's the same 
Yeah. It's the same um <coughs> it's the same happening, whatever you want to call it, the same scenario wherever you go. It's oh this is like this is gonna be a hold up or this is gonna be Yeah, it kind of and I, I'm, I'm remiss to call the comparison, but I, I kind of like the open worldiness in this in the same way I liked it in Breath of the Wild. You're no, just mate. left, you're just left to find whatever you want. I've still got to have a fight with you about that one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's a thumbs up from me. And Absolutely. Was it 12, we'll 12 million copies? It's sold now. Yeah, they've done very well with this one, and I look forward to more. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's it's good that they did it this way because I think I don't think another Souls game or another Dark Souls, you know, four. this yeah, I don't think it would have been well received if it was just the same way. It, it just like it's done one of those things where it's taken its it's taken its core gameplay and just like you know thought right, this is what you all wanted, isn't it? Kind of like, I mean, kind of like when they made Zelda completely open mode. It's like, yeah, you've always wanted this, and it's like, yeah, we have, we have. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's like they talk about making this, uh, you know, the start of a franchise or whatever. And obviously, twelve million sold. You kind of go, yeah, okay. I just like, you know, what, take your time, just chill, just, just, you know, this, this game's well, going to last a long time. Don't worry about it. You you yeah. crack on. You know, don't don't rush anything out the gate. Don't need it. Yeah, I mean, if they want to do open world again, fine. But you know, do something a bit differently. You know, Dark Souls was a bit bit of a unique thing, and three games were. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's, a re- there's a there's a reason why I fell off Dark Souls three quite quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of almost have been there, seen there, done that. That's why Bloodborne was so good because it was. It wasn't just the different mechanics of you know here's yeah. your three weapons or whatever the trick weapon and the, and the you know whatever and the, the limitations of that but the world yeah the thing I mean blood, Bloodborne's very much influenced how I play these sorts of games because aggressive I mean yeah I mean I picked Dark Souls upon PC which obviously was an absolute catastrophe at the time of the uh, game yeah um, so by the time I really got into Souls was when. Bloodborne came out, so I was kind of used to that style of combat. So, you know, I have played with Sword and Shield, but I, I just prefer the whole, you know, I, I'm I'm much better with, like, the uh, the the beast step thing uh, Ash enabled in in Elden Ring, the one where you can move around swiftly. Yeah, I have seen the teleport sort of yeah. quick step, whatever they call it, um, but I haven't obviously got that. I was very much what everybody else was in Souls games because it was what was worked. You know, I was yeah. very much shields up, you know, block everything, wait for your opening, get in. And that's what you did. You blocked, you hit. Then it was like, oh, you can roll. Where, okay. Yeah, whereas where I'll just run up to them, roll around the back of them and stab them. Well, that was that was pretty much how it went. Probably that was kind of Demon Souls was very much shield up. We're going to, we're going to block everything and hit everything. And then when, Dark Souls came around, it was like, oh, you this this roll thing, right? Okay. <laughs> and you could do that in Demon Souls, but it wasn't that wasn't the style. That was because you didn't back then, back back in my back day, then. when Demon Souls <laughs> fresh come out, no one thought to fucking roll around bosses. It was just no, you no. stand there, you, you know, you front up against them and you use your shield because that's what you've got a shield for. And that's what the game taught you. 
And then when Dark Souls came out, it was like, oh, rolling. So it's all backstabs and trying to get behind people and trying to stay keep your keep light and keep your um, you know, your 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 weight down and stuff like that to, to make sure you can still roll behind them. You're not fat rolling everywhere. Um, and then they didn't really change that particularly. They tried to a little bit, and then you know, they reimagined it with a little bit with Bloodborne. Then they've come out and reimagined it even better with um with Elden Ring. I guess after this, Bloodborne 2 will be upon us. I don't think there'll ever be a Bloodborne 2. I'm kind of hoping not, but don't you think there is? Wasn't there that leaked trailer? or There was there was a trailer, surely, wasn't there? There's no leaked trailer. When? I Believe me, was. if, there was, if th- there was a leaked trailer for Bloodborne 2, I'd know about it. There was that thing where they had, um, there's like a claw going across a map or something, wasn't it? Well, Bloodborne cards, spoof. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not going to talk yeah. too much about because I don't actually know what I'm talking about. So, um, people are going, "You yeah, suppose there was," um, <laughs> but um, I'm sure there was some kind of like Bloodborne too. Um, no, I mean I hope they don't because I mean Bloodborne was a very self-contained story. It had a beginning and the end. Dark Souls. That from the game left itself open for sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was from the game Games Awards in 2017. There was that trailer, um, for for Bloodborne Two. It was. I'm showing Clarky this on the phone. You probably won't be able to see it very clearly, but it was that kind of on the map. Yeah, that's Sekiro. That turned into Sekiro, did it? Yeah, it's Sekiro. It's his prosthetic arm. Oh, bollocks, was it? Yeah. Shadows die twice. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, the, the thing under the title in the game. Yeah, yeah, all right. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's not my fault. I mean, that's even, that's listed under no, the I, Bloodborne. No, I get you. I get you because a lot of people thought Well, they did. Well. It's listed on the Bloodborne 2 yeah. teaser trailer, which is what I went for. I didn't realise it was Sekiro. Oh, hang on, what's this? Bloodborne 2 sequel gameplay reveal trailer. Second, bollocks. Well, that's from the 2nd of April 2021, so it's too close to the 1st of April for my liking. So, um, maybe not. Oh, well, I would be quite happy if they never touched Bloodborne again because I, I would think as well. That, that world and that story, you don't need to do anything with that. They've got the DLC. No, no. I, I'm happy to, I'm happy to talk fondly about Bloodborne without the thought of there ever, but yeah, without the well, no, I. I I, just, I still play that now. Yeah. I can't at the moment, but it was it was something I do occasionally get back into. Yeah, it's not a world I want to revisit. I, I love my time in it, but I don't have any desire to go back to it now. Um, yeah, well, I don't think they need to worry about too much where they take it from here. No. On, so, well. and, and I think we'll be doing a part two for this spoiler cast. Oh, I'm absolutely sure we will. Yeah, we can I'm talk absolute. a bit more about some of the bosses and stuff. I can I can quite happily talk about this game, even the, the limited amount I've I've done so far. <laughs> uh, for, for at least another couple. Well, of yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the the exploration is crazy. I mean, the second main area, the huge, massive, giant lake after the first main castle, if you will, it takes up about half. Lanier of the lakes, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that 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 exploration in that is absolutely incredible. I mean, I went under a kind of under a cliff area, if you will, and right. managed to find that there was there was a village up in the cliffs, sort of covered oh, no, over. I but I've seen that. Uh, it's just I've, like, been, oh I've been basically I've been into a mine there because I needed to go there yeah. to get some some 
um, resources to work my weapon, basically. So that's the only reason I went there. Um, and that was, it was, it's one of those, one of the things I really love about a game like this is when you know you are squishy and you know where you want to go to and you have a fast horse and lots of enemies ready to jump out at you and you're just yeah. trying to do that run to get where you want to go. Exactly. Without, and you know that if something clips you, you're fucked. You're not getting up again. If something hits you and you come off, your, you're dead. You're down. That's it. But the other thing I really like about it is I am not giving a fuck about my souls at the moment. Because no. it's like, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I don't know, you're probably about 150,000 souls to, to level up or something ridiculous. 130,000. 130, sorry. I'm still on about 8,000, 9,000 souls yeah. to level up. Um, but I'm not, you know, if I've got 5,000 souls, I, I don't care. Because no, I know. it doesn't. They can be picked up again. Well, at some point. So, yeah, no loving it. So that's our little Elden Ring early game, spoiler free as much as we could. Um, a little chat. Episode 300. I, I'm assuming the reason why Pet has stood this up is because he's so busy preparing for next week's extravaganza. He's bollocks. Bollocks is watching the football. Um, but until then, um, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't, go out and buy Elden Ring. Um, see oh, you yeah. next week. Bye-bye. Bye. The Gamers Confessional. Ah, ah, ah.